stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live ones too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Welcome back, and hello. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 119, and I am JDK Winnikin. And I am Tani Santabria. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today as we talk about another BS story that can keep us stuck and limited. And this week's story goes something like, nothing ever changes. Mm. But before we get there, uh, please, if you find that any of the information that we share on our um, podcast here, Breaking Up With RBS, is helpful for you or anybody else that you know of or could be, uh, please subscribe and share with your friends and your family and the people that you care about most so that you can stay up to date with some of these stories um, and do something differently in your life that could be helpful and beneficial. So with that, JD, how are you today and what are you feeling about our BS story. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes. Um, not true is my first reaction. To that. <laughs> that is a BS story. Um, I feel rather strongly about that. And uh, I'm doing well. I uh, Things are good. I'm, I'm, I'm really fortunate and really enjoying right now that of all the things that I'm doing in my life, I enjoy all of them. <laughs> now, the big things, right? I don't enjoy paying my bills every month, right? <laughs> I don't enjoy that. For example, uh, I don't enjoy being stuck in traffic. But when it comes to the, the big endeavors that I'm doing and things like that, I'm 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 doing a lot of really cool stuff, and that feels really good, including being here with you. In fact, this is one of the highlights of my week. So I'm I'm excited to be here, and excited mm-hmm. to take on this one because uh, this story is, yeah, it's not true. Um, I've experienced that. I'm pretty sure you've experienced that, that things change. And yet, um, I'm fascinated by how and why this story can be so strong. Um, and also by the limits that it can place on us if we're, if we're believing it's real. Yeah. I I think this story that we chose today is only half of the story. Okay. Because the real story is nothing ever changes in the way that I want it to. Oh, that second half. Yeah. That second half is really what we're meaning when we are not so pleased that nothing ever changes. Um, We're not saying nothing ever changes in a way that's like, yes, nothing ever changes. This is so amazing. We're not usually telling ourselves that. We're telling ourselves like, ugh, nothing ever changes. So it really, we want to tack on that because it, you know, it's not happening in the way that I want it to. Mm-hmm. That's really a great point. I'm laughing pretty hard about that over here because that is true. It's implicit in the statement. If you just scratch right on the surface of it, you can kind of see right underneath that. That's true. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so then, okay. So if we tack on the other part of the story in our conversation today to dissect this, um, we have more to talk about. Because certainly if nothing, you know, the, 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 the first three words, nothing ever changes is a, we, we, we can all know that, I mean, you, you get to a certain age and you know, things are changing, things right. Are changing. Or, or you have children and things are changing or you get married and things are changing. You change your job, you change, you, you move, you, you get a dog, you, you know, whatever. 
So, so we can all agree that things do change, but if we're going to talk about it in the way of, in the way that I want it to, then we've got, you know, what, what's that about? Like, what, let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause what, what comes up for me when you say that is that that adding on that second part gets to the fact that there's an outcome that's not being met, a desired outcome that is not being reached or something positive in the process on the way to said outcome is not what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we don't, you know, we're not getting promoted in the way that we want to, mm-hmm. right? Or we're not finding our life partner in the way that we want to, mm-hmm. or, you know, we're not, you know, traveling in the way that we want to, or we're not, you know, financially secure in the way that we want to. So yes, they're all outcome-based because we've got this vision or idea in our head about what we want and we're going towards what we want. Mm -hmm. And, And in a weird sort of way, when we're pulled towards what we want, but we don't yet have what we want, it keeps us in a state of wanting instead of being able to be here now, content, satisfied, grateful, appreciative, finding meaning in right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I follow what you mean. Like if, if you're, even if you're taking steps that direction, the fact that you aren't at that outcome yet prevents you from appreciating that spot where you're in, in this moment, even if it's a positive step in that direction. Oh, oh d- definitely, because we're looking at that end goal, mm-hmm. right? So it keeps us for years and years and years in our life. We can, you know, we get to, you know, a good chunk into our life. We can look back and go, wow, you know, I really uh, didn't think I really had what I wanted mm-hmm. at that time. I was in a wanting state mm-hmm. and I can look back now and go, I was fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at pictures right now and I was out having fun. I was looking young and fit and happy. And, (laughs) but I was in that moment. I can remember in that moment feeling like I don't have what I want. Uh I, I, the, the image that came to mind was, you know, when we joke about what should be on our tombstones, I was fine the whole time. Yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. doing great. Uh, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that that's certainly true. I laugh about that. Yeah, I, I have spent some time looking back on things like that and going, yeah, you know, in the middle of being stuck in what I didn't have or where I wasn't yet, there were a lot of things that I just, you know, ended up taking for granted or didn't see or didn't appreciate and kind of put myself in a position not to have kind of the ease, the flow, the meaning that... I had hoped to have mainly because I had some preconceived notion of what that was supposed to look like and what steps were supposed to happen on that path in what order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the conditioning. Yeah. That's what goes back to what we've been told, Mm -hmm. you know, what does success look like? We've been told a story about what success looks like. We've been told a story about what happy looks like. We've been told a story of what, you know, independent looks like, you know, we can, you know, talk about a lot of these these words and and we can come up with the story that most of us have been told. And then if we're not experiencing this, then, then 
we keep wanting to. And so we keep at it in a, in a wanting fashion, as opposed to just realizing we kind of might have it right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. our conditioning doesn't allow us to realize that. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it difficult. And, and instead of being able to appreciate changes in the moment and sit and be with them, we, those things just don't even matter all that much unless we're measuring them against some preconceived notion of how close does this get us to where we're going to go or where is it going to go? Um, how much longer? All those types of questions. It's, it's all very familiar, you know, and this notion of, and then of course there's the assumption it seems to me that um, if things change the way I want them to, to go back to that second part you tacked on, then everything will be great. <laughs> then, then, you know, then I won't have to be worried about these types of things anymore. I, I won't have to be thinking that things don't change. I can be this, you know, I can feel whatever it is, you know, I'm thinking will happen. Um, or be how I expect that I'm supposed to be or want to be or deserve to be or whatever the, that part of the story might be. Um, rather than being able to recognize that whatever the change is now could just be great in its own sake or is just what it is for its own sake. Yeah. When, you know, the process, when we talk about this, the process is more important than the outcome in, in the sense of we are doing the process every day. We're not achieving the outcome every day because what we've taught, been taught is like the outcome is far away. So here we are doing our process and every single day we're doing some kind of process. And if our process is from a wanting state, like I want that particular outcome into the future, we're going to continue that process even after we get the wanting. Yeah. We're going to still be in a wanting state yeah. because we've practiced that process day in and day out and day. So we're now going to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. We're going to want even more because we're so used to the wanting, mm -hmm. the looking forward, yeah. the not being here. And so then, then it, we get the outcome and we're still not satisfied. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. Um, it's someone in Hollywood, somebody, I think a director, but I don't remember exactly who, who was asked after they won their first Academy Award years later you know, after your Academy Award, was that like the most exciting moment of your life? And he said, yes, for about 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And then as I got up there and I was giving my speech and as I was walking away from the stage, walked to the back, this sense of, ah, uh, I thought this was going to be everything and it's not. And by the end of the after party the next morning, I was going to, I was actually in a, a little bit of a low. What do I do now? is it really just wanting to get another one of these? Is that why I do it? And then go through the cycle again. And it led to some, some deep soul searching in this sense. I mm -hmm. wish I could remember who it was. I know that's bad form to not know who it was, but that's what the story that came to mind when you were mentioning that. Cause it, cause if that wanting doesn't stop, um, neither does the dissatisfaction. And, and to, um, we are wired for wanting mm -hmm. and dissatisfaction is a normal human emotion. Sure. So, so if we weren't wired 
for wanting, we wouldn't get anything done. That's true. Yeah, right. So it, it does propel us towards accomplishment for sure, or achievement or success or, you know, creating a family or, you know, creating a, you know, sustainable garden, you know, all kinds of things. It does, it does. And we knew, and we need to get things done. Sure. So wanting in and of itself isn't bad thing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's more about sort of, um, can we still be satisfied with our life on the daily while we're working towards these things satisfied that we want to accomplish? Yeah. Satisfied Mm -hmm. with the process along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, a, a few months ago, I was having a, a conversation, long phone conversation with a dear friend of mine. And we we're talking about the things, you know, working on books and, and all these other things that we, we do. And it was a great conversation. There was nothing, you know, nothing bad about it, nothing about being, you know, not getting to certain outcomes. But she wrote me, text a little later and said, you know, I was thinking about it. She said, I don't want to ever, ever fall into this trap of, of wondering if we've made it or not. You know, the idea of making it or whatever that might look like. Rather than focusing on, well, if, if what really matters is growing the process, staying right in that spot. And I remember thinking something along the lines of what we're just talking about. Wow, yeah, it's real easy to get out ahead you know, not a bad, not a bad goal to have these ideas of what you want to do and the things you're hoping to do. But uh, there's a danger in there of missing out on all the things that the process can show us and that we can enjoy or we can appreciate or that we can discover in all of that. And it's, to me, it's just another one of those reminders of needing to stay right here, right now, and not be in such a hurry, for lack of a better term. I don't know if there's a better term for you than that, but that's the one that comes to mind for me, not mm-hmm. being in such a hurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want things right away. Mm-hmm. That's another one of our conditioning um, components, <laughs> right away, yeah. immediately. Yeah. And, and um, you know, cultivating some patience around the right timing mm-hmm. is, is, a, is probably a lesson for most of us. Um, and, and as the world gets even faster and faster and faster, we've talked about this on, uh, at, at different times, it's m- might be a little more challenging <laughs> yeah. to sort of meet it with patience and, <laughs> and slowing and, and a slowing down of sorts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the other day I was, I was, uh, at a cafe and there was some some sounded like some content creators by me a little bit younger and uh and one of them said just kind of in i wasn't mock exasperation said i need something to happen i need more content (laughs) and i was wow okay Mm, Mm -hmm. you know and i was and of course i was thinking well that might be content for us for you and me right there you know, but is that type of thing, the idea that, that things have to happen faster because you need content. I mean, and, and the social media environment we're in just just supercharges that whole, that, that part of our conditioning. 
you know, that immediate gratification, need to find it, need to find it, need to find it, need to find it, need to find it. And it's, yeah. and it's one reason why people can get so hooked by things that aren't true or things that are, you know, false setups or stories that don't even aren't, don't really exist. Things that haven't really happened, you know, these, the search for that. Um, and content creators are getting very, very good at putting those things out there like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's changing our brain a little bit. Mm -hmm. The way we process, right? We think, you know, one minute of information and we know the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or less, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, most yeah. of, most of the, you know, the, the, the real videos and TikTok videos that are so popular, you know, billions upon billions of them viewed every single day, 30 seconds, you know, mm-hmm. and, and th- there's, yeah, just kind of bringing it back around that notion of if, if that's your, if that's your structure, if that's your, if that's our mindset, that 30 seconds is this, or it needs to lead to some other new 30 seconds in another day or another week or another, you know, a year is almost too long. A week feels like a month in that regard. And a month feels like a year. And a year feels like a lifetime. And yet, you know, the, our, our human existence doesn't really work that way. And so there's these false expectations getting set with that. And then here we are not wanting, you know, things aren't, nothing ever changes the way I want it to. Well, what if the way you think things change is, is not the way things change? And, and as we're talking about this, we could even tack on at the speed I want it to also. Yeah. Right. So, um, when we decide we want something different in our life, we just want it right now. Mm -hmm. Just like when, when, you know, we've talked about this, but this is just the easiest and the funny and the funnest one is when we want to lose weight or Uh gain muscle. Right. It's like, if it's not happening in three weeks, forget it. Yeah. What, what, what's wrong with this program? Yeah, exactly. So um, we do that with all kinds of other things too. Okay, so I'll, I'm gonna start dating. Okay, so okay, it's been you know three weeks a month. I haven't found the person. They're all idiots, right? Like I, I can't keep doing this, right? Right, right. <laughs> right. Or I should I should know that. I boy, I hear that with relationships all the time. I should know by a certain point. Should know what <laughs> exactly? You know, so often there's not there's not a lot of clarity on that. I should know if this what this is the person this. You know, rather than the actual, you know, enjoyment of getting to know someone and going through that and being appreciative of what's happening in that moment, rather than tacking on a timetable Mm -hmm. or something like that. Boy, timetables can get in the way, even though you're right. In some things, we need them, right? To get things done, we need some timetables. So the timetable itself isn't the issue. It's around what it's about, I guess, or what we're putting timing on. Um. Because then it, I don't know, unnecessarily difficult. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's like, okay, so what, what do I have complete control over to meet this deadline, if you will? Okay. So is this a reasonable deadline um, in terms of growth or relationships or, um, you know, improving skills or, you know, sort of, you know, learning um, life lessons? Those aren't deadlineables. Mm-hmm. Um, those are just part of life, yeah. and they'll they show up when they show up, and we can be open and maneuver through them as we 
as open as we choose to be, or we can work with it in a way that's going to sabotage the whole thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. The very outcome you're hoping to avoid, you can end up making happen. That way. Uh, in many, yes. In many yeah. cases. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it is something, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've, I've found that, um, in my own experience, as well as in the experience of other people I know who are going through similar things that too, to invest in the relationships we have as they are and watch them grow and experience them growing and just show up for them. All those questions that we end up having about them, particularly if it's in, you know, wondering if it's going to go in a romantic direction, kind of take care of themselves when you just show up and you enjoy those moments. There's so much more meaning to it without necessarily having to worry about the outcome or the label you give it or putting a timetable on it. But that take that does take some slowing down. <laughs> that does take, you know, getting, you know, allowing for recognizing that change will happen. You know, even in the midst of that, you know, as you're getting to know a new person, the contours of what that relationship looks like is nothing but change at the front end. Nothing but that. Because we're adding stuff in, we're adding new knowledge, we're adding new experiences. Time, time together shows new things. We learn new things about peop, new people all the time. That, that brings about change, right? Adds more pieces into the, to the, the picture of what this person is or adds more ingredients to, you know, pick, pick a metaphor, right? You know me, I've got a million of them. So stop me before I go too far. But I think you know where I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what do you think? Um, do you think it's just being people being risk averse? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. In, I think that is part of it. I don't know if it's just that. I know that there is, um, and maybe this is the same thing from the other direction, fear of disappointment and, you know, not wanting to go through the same feelings again. Okay. Well, that one didn't work. If we're talking about developing a romantic relationship. Yes. Uh, I think there is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be the, like you said, the risk averse type type. Cause then, you know, Ooh, if I put myself out there, then I might end up having feelings I don't want to have. Yeah. 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 I think that those, those uncomfortable feelings or, you know, and, but again, oftentimes what I've noticed um, is then the stories that come with that, right? You know, the, they're disappointed, uncomfortable feelings. What does this mean for me? You know, it means I, I'm never going to find someone that story comes up or I'm not good enough to find someone or, I pick always, I always pick the wrong people. I mean, there's so many things. Um, but at the same time, I've also noted that at least, you know, in, in our, our general generational group, um, certainly a lot more people I know in my circles now, a lot more willing to just be really open and, and see what, see what comes and not, not put a whole lot of expectation or try to put a lot of speed on it. And I'm really grateful for being in that spot. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I feel like I'm enjoying my day in, day out a lot more than I ever really have. Yeah. Being open to all of it then, and knowing that we can deal with whatever shows up, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's power in that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. When you, and when you've had the experience of recognizing that there are a lot of things that we're conditioned to believe that we absolutely need to have, do, when you live a life where you experience that you don't necessarily have to have that or do that, that can be liberating just by itself. Cause then suddenly 
it's an attitude. What can come out is more curiosity, enthusiasm for discovery, exploration, standing back, slowing down, sitting and listening, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it, it takes me back to that conversation I mentioned where, you know, talking about whether we've made it or not. What would it be like if instead of saying making it has to be this series of accomplishments or outcomes, you know, that we're conditioned to, if it were kind of finding that state <laughs> a little bit more, right? What would that, what would that, because if, if we defined it that way, I think we'd have a lot more people thinking, ah, I've kind of, kind of made it in that sense. I'm enjoying, I'm ex- discovering, I'm exploring, I'm paying attention to. I'm here right now. I think that would change the game for a lot of people or change the equation for a lot of people. Uh, and with well, the language would change. We wouldn't so, ever even say I made it. Right. Is what is it. And we might say that at the end of our time. I made it. Yeah, I made it. Because it's clear, yeah. right? Like I made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, but if we're here and we're st- still getting up in the morning, we haven't stopped. Mm-hmm. So then that wouldn't even, that wouldn't even come into our language. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would be speaking very differently about this moment and that moment. Yeah. Um, and certainly wouldn't be all caught up in the stories that we talk about here um, regarding, you know, ourselves and what we're capable of. Mm-hmm. We would just be, moving through our life and not giving a whole lot of thought to what we're capable yeah. or not capable of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd just be doing stuff and, and being with each other and having conversations that included everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and wherever that took us, that took us or takes us, that takes us, right? Like there wouldn't be this agenda that everybody has for this moment. And that moment, yeah, um, we're competing against ourselves and each other uh, around agendas. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good way to put it because yeah, made implies arriving or, you know, reaching something that's already been predetermined. I've decided though, that would be an even better epitaph on a tombstone. I made it. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, if I so. Tell you what, Tony, make me a deal. If I go before you, make sure that happens for me, okay? Because <laughs> okay. that's what I want. Definitely. <laughs> you heard it here, everybody. It here. I, I, I want that on there because I want everybody talking about that for as long as that, as long as that cemetery's around. I made it. All right. Well, thanks, Tony. That was great. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you. All right. And thank you for listening to this episode of Breaking Up with RBS. Remember, if you missed any of this episode or any of our other episodes, you can get this as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for subscribing, for reviewing, for sharing with your friends, your family, your social networks, anybody you think would benefit from hearing how to get under these types of stories and discover more about what they can do for themselves and connect with themselves and with other people. We will be back next week with another episode of Breaking Up With RBS. And next week's story goes something like this. Don't worry, be happy. (laughs) Hmm. So hopefully Mm -hmm. you will join us next week for that one. And until then, I am JDK Winnegan. And I'm Tawny Santabria. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you. I'm in my groove. Here we go.